This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha Ha Laugh Funny Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Well, go check me, boo. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am very excited to be joined by one of, one of my favorite members of the Comments by Celebs team, Isabel Greenberg, who you know from doing Comments by Bravo, the podcast, all of that stuff. Isabel, hello. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you on. We had Emma on mm-hmm. a couple months ago, and I have met you out and about at some Bravo events, yes. you know, in in post-lockdown times. <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay, got to get Isabel next, because I know that you have lots of thoughts about everything Bravo as oh, well. A lot of thoughts, <laughs> always. <laughs> it's been a surprisingly busy week. I, f- I expected things to kind of be in a lull until we have, you know, Beverly Hills and Atlanta premieres coming up. But all of a sudden, the news is popping off. I know. We're in sort of that quiet period where there's a couple of shows on. It's not like yeah. jam-packed schedule. So we felt the same way, recapping them on the show. It's like, oh, it'll be a breeze. It's only a couple episodes. And then the news is out of control, which sometimes I like. It's fun that way. It is fun because I feel like sometimes I'm like, I can only... I can only be annoyed at Teresa so many times. (laughs) It does get exhausting. Like sometimes it is funny because I'm like, why, why does Jersey have such a short season? And then I realized that I've, that I've had the same thoughts for three (laughs) weeks in a row. I know there's sometimes I'm listening back to our podcast and I'm like, is this from this week, last week, the week before the week before that? Because I'm really like a broken record, but also, this week, we saw two separate recording studio sessions on Housewives. Yeah. Which is a new low, I think. Okay, I'm glad you agree that it's a low. Because I saw some people that were like, no, it's fun. And I'm like, it's fun once, maybe. Yeah, I know. But the fact that it now feels like a crutch that we're like, okay, um, we need we need <laughs> 10 minutes of content what if they wrote a song? I saw a couple people tweeting about this and even Andy chimed in just because you have to laugh about it, saying that I feel like housewives go through phases of the filler scene trends. Yes. So it's like they'll do a cryotherapy. That's a classic. They'll go do a vagina rejuvenation. They fucking love that. <laughs> they'll do axe throwing. Like now, I guess we're in the season of songwriting. I, I do. Maybe it's like a little more... There's a little more substance to like the Jersey women. They were like writing the song. It and had they were meaning letting behind out it. Their emotions. You know, Tracy's trying to get a word in edgewise with their, her like Louboutins on her feet. Uh, Good for her, I guess. But like, I guess it's a little more content filled than just like, and we're at a spa. Right. But like. I know. It's funny because I've been rewatching every season of All Housewives. Just like in quarantine, I started and now I can't stop. And The idea of a, quote, filler scene didn't exist back in the day. Like, there was a pivotal moment, I guess, when they felt like we need to have these group dynamic scenes. They would just be like Bethany Frankel and Jill Zarin just walking around and and shooting the shit. And I almost wish we could get back to that because I just, I feel like everyone could see through it at this point. 
I yeah, I love I feel like Roni especially has some very classic scenes that are just like we're going for a walk. Right. I mean the Brooklyn Bridge. The Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> but yeah, just like the, like we're sitting on a bench in Central Park and I'm going to read you for filth. Like uh, yes, and I am so content with that. I agree. Like sometimes sometimes a scene between two people doesn't need to have like a whole arrangement of what's going on. Like you can just be meeting someone for a drink or going for a walk or even just coming over to their house. I feel yeah. like we don't do that as much as we used to I where know. it's just like, oh, Shannon's coming over for a drink. Right. I like that. Is that <laughs> we're headed off to the recording studio. Does girls. anyone just get a drink anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Not on Housewives. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Ashley Darby's separation. Oh my God. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. I just look, is anyone surprised? I don't think there's one person who read this headline and was like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, like this feels like the most expected news. And I'm just, I'm really happy for her. And it feels like this is going to be the age of Ashley Darby. Like this was a long time coming. And the fact that they're filming Potomac right now, I I said this to Emma the other day, all I want in life is to see Giselle's reaction and her commentary when she finds out that they are finally splitting up. And also to hear Ashley now on the other side of it Obviously, I don't think she's going to go out and trash the father of her children, but to maybe give a little bit more of her honest thoughts when she's not so overprotective of him and their image and their relationship. Like, what have you been thinking all these times, you know? Yeah. And that's interesting because I think Ashley has never been, she's never sugarcoated her relationship too much. Like, we've always known about their issues and she's always wanted to talk about it on camera more than he did. Mm -hmm. There were so many scenes where he was like, bye. Babe, no, I'm, I'm not. Uh. We're not doing this right now. Oh, that was British. <laughs> Where but yeah, he just he's like, like fully wants to get the fuck out of the room. But it is going to be fascinating to see kind of how they handle when they don't have to pretend that they're still in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious if we're going to see him much on the season. Like he doesn't seem like somebody to me who's really going to like go through the the heartbreak and the separation like on camera. I feel like no, he's out of there. She's going to like make the decision and then we're never going to see him again. <laughs> that was the last time we saw Michael Darby. <laughs> I also think Ashley is probably up there with one of the most vulnerable and willing to put it all out there housewives out of any franchise. So for this to happen to her, like we are going to get more of the story than we would if someone else was get like if Karen Huger got divorced, we would get 5% of the story and it would be very like a polished or anybody else. But Ashley is so not afraid to go there. And like, she just puts it all out on the table that I've no doubt we're going to get like some real dirty details of how everything went down. Mm. I saw somebody saying they think this could be the beginning of an Ashley and Candace alliance with Michael Darby out of the picture. What do you think about that? I wonder how that will change her friendships because he was always kind of weighing her down and issues between the women a lot of times stemmed from things that they thought or said about Michael. So now it's like she got rid of the dead weight. Right. Like nobody has ever really liked Michael Darby. (laughs) Like I haven't. It's clear you haven't. I don't think any any women in the group have ever particularly enjoyed his presence. Juan Dixon was running away at every turn. (laughs) So it is kind of like... Ashley's whole position in the world is different now that she doesn't have this like icky dude following her around. Right. She's like just free to like be herself, live her life. She's so fun. Like she's just going to have a great time. I'm, yeah, I love that for her. 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Let's talk about the OC reunion. Oh God. <laughs> okay, so I'm curious because we haven't we haven't talked about it much. What was your, how have you enjoyed this season of Orange County? Have you enjoyed this season of Orange County? Okay, enjoyed is maybe a strong word. I, I liked it. I, it was watchable. And I think overall, it was definitely a step or two in the right direction as compared to last season. Like, I think we're, we're getting somewhere. It wasn't great. It wasn't perfect. I am a Heather Dubrow stan apologist. I can watch her do anything all day. Like, I am up in her YouTube channel watching, like, <laughs> Heather's Closet videos. You're in videos. Heather Dubrow's world. I am, I am living in Heather Dubrow's world. Like, I'm listening to her podcast. I'm just in. You know, you got to just surrender and say, I'm going to live in the Heather Dubrow world. So I'm happy she's there. I don't think this group dynamic was amazing. And I, I don't, I just, like, I went into this reunion sort of like, what am I wondering about? Like, what are we going to get here, you know? It mm -hmm. just felt like a little, 
I don't know what you feel. I don't want to be negative. I actually enjoyed the season. Yeah. When the episodes were on, I wasn't dreading watching it for sure, but it definitely wasn't like the strongest season of all time. I think we're getting in the right direction, but you can't flip a show on its head in one season for sure. I agree with that. And I think I've had a little bit of a tough time talking about it because I don't want to be overly negative, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, I have points of criticism and, you know, things that could be improved. I will say I had pretty low expectations going into this reunion and I enjoyed part one. I was pretty, I was pretty invested in it. I think it's a great example of how a two-part reunion sometimes can be the exact Enough. right way to go. And I think if they, I mean, I don't really think they were probably thinking they could get three parts out of this, but I'm really glad they didn't. No. Because I felt like we had enough topics to move through. Um, one thing that I was not surprised by, but I felt was notable During the tail end of the regular season, it felt like Heather had kind of given up on being mad at Shannon. Mm -hmm. Like she had kind of been like, okay, like we're, we're doing the edibles, you know, we can be fine with each other. (laughs) Edibles always bring people together. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But at the reunion, it really feels like Heather is like freshly pissed off at Shannon. Right. It almost feels like we're back at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Which I was happy about. Because at the beginning of the season, as much as some people were like, oh, that like pinky promise scene and the threat of promise, whatever, was maybe a little bit much. I still was like, okay, that's a moment. Yeah. And like that is, that's what I want from how, like I want. Want moments. I want Heather yelling at Shannon (laughs) in the hallway of her house. Right. And, you know, we're done. Like that's, that's what I want from Housewives. Right. And so I felt like toward the end of the season, it kind of felt like we were going in circles a little bit. And it was like, okay, like I know that like Gina's annoyed at Shannon is annoyed at Emily is annoyed at, you know, whatever. And Noella is just a whole thing. But it, I liked at the reunion that it felt like there was finally that kind of tension back between Heather and Shannon. Cause I think that's really important to the cast dynamic right now. And going into next season, I want to explore that more. Yeah. Well, they have a lot of history, which is like one of my favorite things is I like getting to know the new girls, but there's just something about like going back when you know people have a whole past and a whole relationship that involved other people that had Vicky and Tamara there. To me, that's what makes it kind of exciting is to see, okay, here we are all these years later. They had tension back in the day when Shannon was married to David and they were around all these other women Let's bring that energy. And that was sort of the energy we had in the beginning of the season and then again at this reunion. So I do agree that that's what made it a little bit more like interesting, exciting. But it's hard because I like when they fight, but I also like when they get along a lot because I think that they have that OG sort of energy. Yeah. And I don't know. My favorite, honestly, my favorite dynamic of the season is Gina and Heather. Okay. You're not into it? No, I like them. I I like both of them a lot. And so seeing them kind of come together has been pretty entertaining for me. I just think they're cute. Like it actually felt like this is a woman I met and we're clicking. Like, a li- like it's yeah. not just, oh, she's my coworker cast friend. You know, a lot of times that's what happens is they end up feeling like a group of coworkers. And I felt like Heather and Gina genuinely had this real connection where they were like, okay, we're going to be friends. We're going to hang out off camera. You're going to come with me and my kids to New York. And that sort of adds a layer to me that like makes it interesting. 
And do you think that Shannon was in some way jealous of that? Hell yeah. Okay. I had Shannon underneath it all just wants to be liked by everybody. I think she Mm -hmm. doesn't go about it in the right way necessarily all the time. But I think Heather coming in the group and now being friends with Gina, who Shannon, I guess, technically was friends with before because they've been on the cast together. I don't know. I think she probably felt like she swooped in and was making friends with these people that she wasn't having the easiest time with. I think she just wants Heather's approval. I think Shannon would so love to be the number one girl in the group. (laughs) And I think last season was maybe the closest she's ever come. Yeah. And then it went poorly and they've sort of pivoted away from that with the production strategy and the casting. And I think that I, I don't know if she's jealous of Gina, but I think she definitely feels some type of way about the fact that like, she's not the, center orange and the and the favorite and the the kind of natural star of the show star of the show and i think when i really i thought it was a great moment last night i thought emily was in full like lawyer mode where she's like actually um let me look at my notes i think you were wrong (laughs) about that i when she when they were talking about the nicole thing oh my god and shannon's like "Ah, i i'm not i wasn't trying to I I would never. And Emily just laid out right there. She's like, you told two people on the show information about two other people on the show. The first week of filming. The first week of filming for the new season. You know how this works. You've been on this show for like seven years now. And she said, you pulled the pin out of the grenade and you handed it to me and Gina. And I thought that was like, the perfect way of explaining that situation because whether or not Shannon was trying to destroy Heather's family or ruin somebody's life or Terry's career or any of that stuff, it's like that is on paper what you did. Right. It doesn't even matter at that point what the actual information was. Just you literally said this information and then tried to hide it. Gina, I feel, was and Emily were handling it the right way. They were handed this hot potato. Yeah. And they're like, what the hell do we do with this now? It felt very weird that Heather wouldn't know something like this, which, again, it is a whole weird situation that they were friends. They never brought it up, whatever. Yeah. But I don't think that they did anything wrong by bringing it up to he- Like, they needed to bring it up to Heather. And Shannon, I don't know if Shannon had a plan of action and maybe things just didn't go the way that she wanted to because it all again ended up like everyone was pointing the finger at her. Like they, it was going to come out that they knew this where it originated. Yeah. And I think, right. Like Shannon was being either, she's either lying or she was very naive about how this was going to go down. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know which was the answer, but I maybe a little bit of both, maybe a little bit of both. And I think either way she should know better. Right. And I think I understand why Heather was frustrated and I I also loved Heather's moment when she was like, you broke the code, no careers, no kids. And I mean, when she when she brought up the David Bedore stuff, oh. that was a deep cut. I was a little surprised she went there because I feel like that is so far in the past of OC now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Shannon having to sit there and talk about what went down with David, it's pretty... It feels pretty raw still, honestly. It does feel really raw. I guess because from Heather's perspective, she the last time she was sitting on a couch at a reunion, 
that was what was going on. So right. that's like her most recent experience with with Shannon even because I don't think they've really kept in touch besides a couple texts here and there. Yeah. I don't think they're I don't think they're, <laughs> they're at every week together. <laughs> she doesn't get the Nobu invite. No, no, no. Definitely not. But so I don't know, I guess that was just mo- maybe the most recent thing that she could sort of bring up and relate to when it comes to her relationship with Shannon. And I also think she felt like Shannon went there with my husband and his career and our family like what, why am I going to hold back at this point? It's definitely dark, though. I mean, anything with David is like, ooh, like. I, Shannon saying that they have no communication whatsoever. She has her kid, their kids 100% of the time. It's really sad. Like, does David talk to the kids at all? I don't know. He, he was all over Instagram. I don't know if he still is. Last time I checked it was with like Leslie, those, with those naked photos and them on the beach. And then oh, I was like. In the forest. I'm, I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah. Shannon. And David and his life now, it really is a dark spiral. And I, Shannon's one of those people where it's like, she makes me sad because I feel like she's sad and I want the best for her. But I also her. like, oh, girl. I know. But it's weird because think about what we were just saying that we feel like she wants Heather's approval. So not even Heather's approval, but like to be in with everybody. Why bring that up? Like, you know that that's going to go against exactly what you're working towards. Yeah. I guess it helps your storyline. makes things more interesting. Maybe makes Heather look bad. I Yeah. I mean, I think maybe if if she had made Heather look bad, then she felt like she could have been kind of the ringleader of like Emily and Gina maybe. But mm. then it went the total opposite direction. It is hard to, it's hard to know. And going into next season, I feel like the big chatter on the street is like, is Tamara going to come back? Mm-hmm. And that is like a whole other can of worms because I've seen some people being like, Tamara should come back and team up with Shannon to take down Emily and Gina. And I'm like, I'm not so sure that if Tamara comes back, she's going to give a fuck about Shannon. Right. She would totally gravitate to Heather. They're really good friends. Not good friends, but they're definitely friends still. Right. Shannon Shannon and Tamara are not friends currently. No, they're like they're they kind of enemies. Yeah. Whereas I think she, I think Tamara and Heather have enough space between whatever happened when they were on the show that they're like oh, yeah, I'm good with Heather. I think they're like great. I don't think they're hanging out. She's not getting Nobu invite either, but she's definitely. Yeah. I mean, I don't closer think, than Shannon is. I don't think Tamara is like hanging out with much of anyone off camera. Like mm-hmm. except, I don't think so either, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that it's – I would love to see Tamara back on the show because I think she is extremely good at being on reality TV. She is the show. But, like, I don't think that would be a win for Shannon necessarily, aside from the fact that I think it would secure Shannon another season for sure. Yeah. But not in the sense that Tamara would be some great ally of hers. There's there's a win when you get another season and your show ratings maybe do great. But it also could be a personal loss because on that season, you could look like shit. Right. And I that's almost like, I feel bad for Shannon because I feel like she's been she's been fragile for so long. <laughs> and like, I don't know. The Heather stuff was already rough when it's like, you're screaming at me in my house. And for her to then potentially face a season of like, her former bestie comes back on. Oh, and God has doesn't give her the time of day i'm like that would be that would be brutal but i kind of want to see it poor shannon poor shannon 
Justice for Shannon. <laughs> I just feel so bad for her. I'm very excited to see how Tamara does on Ultimate Girls Trip because I feel like I am so excited. We all know from everything we've heard that Vicky is going to be like the nightmare of the season. Shocker. Shocker. But I'm like, and I think Brandy Glanville. Yeah, but, but like that's just Brandy. There's going to be like Brandy. Vicky versus Dorinda is like the big one that we've been hearing. Hearing you say Vicky versus Dorinda just <laughs> right? gave me like a physical reaction because, oh my god. I couldn't ask for anything more. I know. But I'm like, where is Tamara? Like, because <laughs> Tamara's up in Hannah's room that they're sharing, being like, I am avoiding this fucking drama. <laughs> Tamara's like smoking her Vena CBD. <laughs> How many CBD it, gummies do you think Tamara gave out that one weekend at Bluestone? Oh, my God. She's going to have like, she's going to put like little like candy bags stickers on everything. Like there's going to be C- like Vena logos on like random things in the house. But probably giving those women her CBD and then seeing how the weekend turned out where everyone is so not chill is like the worst advertisement you could get. So maybe she's like, no, no, no one took my gummies. You're like, wow. Her, her entire confessional is going to be like, well, Vicky had had a gummy. Yeah. <laughs> I told Vicky to take her gummies before bed, but she didn't listen to me. Oh my God. That actually sounds like something that could happen. <laughs> I the product I mean the product placement opportunity it's unmatched like we're all going to be watching that is the thing about ultimate girlship especially this season where they're they're established housewives they're all coming in with a product so you know Jill's there and the whole time they're there is wearing a Jill and Allie sweatshirt you know Dorinda is serving them her bluestone liquor like there is just whiskey is so weird to me (laughs) who wants that I don't I don't know I'll drink it. I'll drink whatever she's making. But they each have a product. So like Vicky's probably in the corner trying to sell them insurance. And like, I I hope it is just one big infomercial. Like it's a QVC at Bluestone. Did you see yesterday Vicky posted this video about how apparently like millennial women have the most debt. (laughs) And she's like, she now has some scheme to get people out of debt. And she's like, the, the caption, I didn't look, I didn't do my research but she literally it's like go to debt.com slash vicky to find out and i'm like not debt.com not debt.com well i guess she's targeting the right audience because probably a lot of millennial women follow her i know and trust her and they can't get koto insurance so i get i get scammy vibes from koto insurance i don't know anything that's all i mean no not all alleged but koto koto isn't what gives me scammy it's all these new like OMG, have you seen what my daughter said? Lincoln bio, like pray, prayers for Teresa. Teresa just did one of those this morning and it was just pictures of their house. <laughs> it was like, I'm so excited to share me and Louie's big announcement. And it's just like pictures of the house. Right. And everyone thinks, oh my God, she's pregnant. She's getting married. They got eloped in Vegas. And it's just like, here's my new living room. My heart has never dropped the way it did when Gia did one of those. And it was like her and her boyfriend. And she was like, our big announcement. And I'm like, what is it? Oh my like? God. And it was like, we've been together for a year. It's like, okay. <laughs> we celebrated our one year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, like, but by the way, I would be lying if I say I didn't click every damn time. Well, I click every damn time because I feel like it's my job to get to yeah. the bottom of it. <laughs> like I, if I'm single-handedly click, paying those bills. Look, if anyone's going to click, it has it's to gonna be us. It's going to be us. <laughs> like, we, have to, we have to do do the work. <laughs> And let the people know I that know. Gio's not engaged or having a baby or anything like that. I guess. But I think just even if I wasn't doing this as my job, I'd be clicking. I'm a sucker. I can't help <laughs> <I'm> a sucker. <laughs>
Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, I want to just, I want to ask you about Noella. Okay. Because Noella, I loved that they gave her like the first clip package yes, of the reunion. we had to just get to it. Because like, we can't. No, it's the no elephant in the room. <laughs> the no elephant. So, I, to me, it was new information that she and Sweet James met on Seeking Arrangement. A lot of new information going on here. A lot of new information, which is funny because I feel like she spent the whole season... Talking about herself. Just talking about herself. And that was kind of the biggest critique of her, I think, is that she never really engaged with the other women that much because every time she was talking to one of the other women, it was just about her divorce yeah and i was like how did i not know that you met on seeking arrangement and she's like well it's a website for like pretty women to meet wealthy men but then she says that she didn't care about money i'm like i know but then she made the comment like i want to stay with him i love my plane like before she even says like i love having my family together it's like i want to keep the jet that information was was shocking but also from my perspective knowing that she's been like really pining to get on the show for a long time Mm -hmm. and trying to pull out all the stops and saying like my husband was chartering this and that to try and make me like a really exciting fit for the show that I was like red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, because like you to be a good housewife, you got to just have it naturally. You shouldn't be like putting on a show and trying to pull all these things that you maybe can afford, but it's not your lifestyle. Like Heather Dubrow is flying on a plane no matter if the cameras are rolling or not, like a private plane. Right. And I'm not saying money equals a good housewife, but it seems like from Noella's perspective, she knew that she could be dramatic and over the top, but then having all the quote stuff was going to make her a more of appealing hire. And I was just like, this is exactly the criticism is that people feel like you're really aware that you're on a show and want to just have an interesting plot line and say interesting things. Like, don't make that worse, you know? Well, and I think especially when you're looking at this franchise specifically, and you have somebody like Gina, who is in her fourth season, I think looking good to stay on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, clearly that's not the number one criteria that they're considering is like, does she fly on a private plane? Right. And so that is always 
yeah, it is a red flag to me. It's because it just feels like I want women who want to be on the show, of course, but don't need to be on the show, right? And it's like that, like desperation. Yeah, that it's like I don't want to see you like performing, being a Real Housewife. Yes, I want to see you on the show doing whatever that means to you. Right. It just should be capturing your life as it is, and then when the cameras leave, it keeps going in the same way. Not okay, I'm filming, let me like do everything, put it all on, change who I am, change my outfit, change my lifestyle. It's you're We're too aware of it as viewers. I mean, I sometimes feel like maybe because I'm talking about these shows and literally like an, analyzing it as my job, I'm more aware. But other people too are really like, it feels too much like a production show yeah. when you have someone like that who feels like they are performing in a play. Well, and both on, on Watch What Happens Live last night, it was Junday and Raphael and Brooklyn Decker. Mm-hmm. And they both brought up how, like you said, how when she was like, oh, well, I like the plane. I like the house. I like my kid. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, Let's reorganize here. Yeah. And so it really feels like when when the like status and attention is like the number one driving force in someone's life, it's like, I want you to want it, but like, yikes. <laughs> yeah, it was a yikes. But I do feel like we learned a lot about her in this reunion. It's just like, I don't know. Her I, boyfriend brought her a vibrator oh, company. What? What's going on? I don't know. She posted about it on Instagram. It's like, she's like, you heard about my new baby. And I'm like, okay, another thing you care about more than your kid already. <laughs> <laughs> just as like, like, you could just feel everyone there. Even even Shannon and even like the other women who got along with her being like, hmm, what, what's happening here? I think Shannon got along with her in the context of the season because she really needed to. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, maybe the like women, an ally. Maybe the women there don't have any big bone to pick with Noella, but like, I don't feel like she actually made a friend on this season, like a real a friend, a real friend. But at the same time, I do think she's a fascinating person. Right. And I'm not like dying for them to fire her. But also if you're really looking at the cast dynamic going into next season and wanting to have, I feel like we want, like you said, you want people with history. You want chemistry. You want chemistry. You want there to be stakes involved in these friendships. And it's like, if you're bringing back Tamara, let's say, and you're going to keep Heather, Shannon, Gina, Emily, I don't need Dr. Jen, but whatever. Like if that's kind of the group you're looking at, you're bringing in Heather or you're bringing in Tamara, you're keeping Heather Shannon. Like those are all people that are going to create storyline. And then it's like the only value I think Noella adds to that is that she's willing to pick at Heather Dubrow. Mm -hmm. But is that enough to really like. Maybe they need to bring on a Noella friend. Like, I sometimes feel like that's the way... That's also how I kind of feel about Teresa this season on Jersey is yeah. we need someone who is an ally and also has chemistry with her. So it's not just like Noella and then a couple other people like Shannon getting along. I don't know. I don't really know the answer because I do think she's a really interesting, fascinating person. And I also appreciate that she's willing to go there. I don't think that everybody's willing to go there in that way, almost in like an Ashley Darby kind of way of like, sure, yeah. you want to hear the dirty details? I'll show you everything. I'll tell you everything. I worry though that like, what are her friends like? <laughs> Bronwyn. <laughs> we uh, not anymore. I guess. Oh, I don't yeah, think they're, they're friends anymore. Right also, like bringing back Bronwyn would be. 
a travesty. Talk about controversial you know, hiring. I was not even like, I was not even a Bronwyn hater, but after last season, I'm like, oh my God, I just can't. I know. It's a lot. Does feel like Noella really took her place though. Like very similar energy and similar energy within the group. Yeah. And I, I think similar energy within the group in the way that a lot of the women are like, I don't really. They almost don't know what to do with her. Right. You're like, uh, I'm very used to like Newport moms. Yes. And you're, you seem fun and you're pretty to look at. But like, I don't know how to like, work I don't know what a vagina, st- I don't know what a vagina stack is, you know, like Heather was never heard of a vagina stack before. Right, like they're not going to, they're not going to go to lunch at Mastro's together and like live the same experience, you know? Yeah, but like, I, I don't mind that. Like, I think it's great. I just think that there needs to be sort of a bridge within the group that there's right. more chemistry. I also give her the credit that she was going through like the hardest couple months of her life and also filming a reality TV show at the exact same time. So maybe we need another season to see her in not such a like tumultuous moment in her life where she's getting served divorce papers. She's dealing with her child with finances, with like the death of her father. It's a lot happening at once. So I almost feel like you would think on paper, like, Oh, all this going on in her life is such good TV. Maybe we need to see her when things are a little bit calmer and better and she can actually focus on creating relationships in the group and just focusing on being being there. Would you rather see her come back than Dr. Jen? Like, honestly, I, I really like Dr. Jen. Like, she seems like someone I would I would want to be friends with. Okay. But that's such a different category than someone that I want to watch on my television screen. Yeah. Like, I don't know... I, Unless something crazy is going down with her marriage, uh, people were pointing this out. Like, she just repeats everything Heather says. She sort of doesn't have an original thought. She wasn't adding or taking away in any way. I'd almost rather see Noella because then it gives us a little, like, spice. Right. It's a little bit of a wild card versus a a sort of stock character that you feel like isn't going to give you very much, but is, like, someone else to invite to dinner. Yeah, she gave me, like, very friend of energy. And at the reunion, at least in the first part, her only real moment that I remembered was just that she wouldn't give Andy a straight answer about whether Ryan was going to be in her intro, in her intro, in the intro. He's like, so I assume Ryan's going to be in the new house also. And she's like, well, yeah, maybe or not. I don't know. And they're like, like, and they're like, you're kidding. She's like, yeah, but no, it's weird. Right. And that's the kind of thing where it's like, this is reunion time. Whatever we saw on the show, like, we need you to explain that to us and give us an update. And, like, I guess I'm, I, they'll probably talk about I'm her sure more in part two. In second part, yeah. But it's like, you just gave us a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> and, like, on, I felt like Emily was the perfect example last night of even when she made it about her, even when it wasn't about her. Shannon was fucking so annoyed with her because <laughs> she's like, can I talk to Gina? Yeah. But someone like, has, I guess someone has to say it. I, I love Emily. Yeah. I, I just like get her and I think she's great and funny. But she definitely was taking her lawyer side and maybe even sitting in Andy's seat a little too much. Yeah. Which I think people are very sensitive to. I don't mind it, but I can imagine being Shannon sitting there and being like, you're not it. Like, I love when they're like, Andy asked me a question. Like, you're not Andy. Like, and let Andy do his job, you know? Yeah. I do think, though, like, compared to Jen... I think Emily did a good job of sort of 
fighting for the microphone a little bit yeah, and like working her way. Like I remember that Emily was at the reunion last night, even when they weren't talking about her. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with Jen, it's like, I guess she'll be there next week, <laughs> which is, you know, in a two part reunion, if one of the parts you could have been absent for, that's a friend of. Right. This is your moment. <laughs> exactly. Take it. I like her dress. Yeah, she looks beautiful. I see. I think next week. Oh, I saw in the preview. They asked who has had the best work done. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like the one moment she's going to have is going to make people hate her. Heather's like, what work done? (laughs) Heather's like, that's a loaded question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, this has been so fun. Oh, my God. So fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so glad you were able to come on. You'll have to come back because there's going to be so much. There's so, so much coming down much. the pipeline. I know. I can't wait, but I'm also nervous. I'm really nervous, but it's always fun. Tell everyone where they can listen to you, follow you, everything. So you can follow us at Comments by Celebs and Comments by Bravo on Instagram. And we have a podcast, Comments by Celebs. And then once a week, we do a Bravo recap. And then other days, we do pop culture and Kardashians. It's very fun. Comments by Bravo. One of the best spots on Instagram, <laughs> if I do say so much. myself. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.